I want you to think back to elementary school. Did any of your classmates have ADHD? And if they did, what were they like? How did teachers or parents describe them when talking about this disorder? If the classmate was a boy, you might remember them as being the hyper person in school. They were fidgety, they talked a lot, or they had random outbursts that got them in trouble. Maybe your teachers told them that they needed to focus more often. For many, this is the typical picture that they have in mind when they think of someone with ADHD. A child, usually a boy, who is always running around or being scolded for being distracted. But as you graduate, enter the workforce, and make adult friends, that picture is likely to change. Welcome to Practical Psychology, the number one YouTube channel for psychological education, and in this video, you're going to learn what ADHD is, how to identify it, and even get free access to a test that I just created that you can take yourself to see if you have ADHD tendencies. First off, what is ADHD? ADHD, or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, is a neurodevelopmental disorder that affects both children and adults. See, as our brain grows and develops, we acquire or strengthen certain skills. A child, for example, naturally has less impulse control than an adult. In the same manner, our ability to regulate emotions grows and changes over time. This is undisputed. But for some people, these skills don't come so easily. Their brain may be smaller or underdeveloped compared to their peers. In these cases, a child may be diagnosed with ADHD. Now, of course, children or adults are not usually diagnosed from a CAT scan or simply by recognizing a lag in brain growth. ADHD presents itself through a variety of behavioral issues or traits that are uncommon among their peers. ADHD isn't just about restless leg syndrome or being a chatty kid. Adults in your life may come to realize that ADHD presents itself as anxiety, perceived laziness, zoning out, self-esteem issues, or a lot of other misunderstood behaviors and traits. As you learn more about ADHD, you find that a lot of the things that you are insecure about may have an explanation. Many adults find out that they have ADHD later in life, and the diagnosis is a sigh of relief. Take some time to learn about ADHD, how it affects your ability to focus, form relationships, and complete tasks. Because you might understand yourself, your friends, or your colleagues better. Let's talk about ADHD and the brain. So neurodevelopmental disorders like ADHD are associated with irregular or poor functioning in different areas of the brain. Now, although research on ADHD still leaves us with a lot of questions about this disorder, we do know that the frontal lobe of people with ADHD differs from neurotypical people. In children, this area is often smaller. Now, the frontal lobe is part of the brain that is associated with tasks like organization, attention, and decision-making. Under development of this area, may result in a wide variety of symptoms that fall under the umbrella of ADHD. This underdevelopment takes many forms, including the literal size of the frontal lobe, weak connections between neural networks, variations in neurotransmitters, and lags in the development as a person grows from a child to an adult. Blood flow and brain activity may also be unusual in someone with ADHD. At this point, there is no one exact form of underdevelopment that causes ADHD, and as research continues, the way the ADHD is diagnosed or interpreted may change. For example, recent research has shown that the amygdala and hippocampus areas of the brain that are associated with emotions and impulsive behaviors may also differ in size or activity among people with ADHD. So moving right along, let's talk about the symptoms of ADHD. Because the language surrounding symptoms and the diagnosis of ADHD probably has changed since you were introduced to the idea of your classmates having it. 
Rather than diagnosing someone with ADD, for example, a clinician may now diagnose a patient with a specific type of ADHD. Not all people with ADHD display the same symptoms or behaviors. The DSM-5 recognizes three categories of ADHD with their own set of symptoms. These three categories are predominantly hyperactive, predominantly inattentive, and combined. So let's go over predominantly hyperactive first. This is a type of ADHD that clinicians have traditionally identified and diagnosed. When you think of the hyper kid in your class, usually a boy, you are probably thinking of a child with predominantly hyperactive and impulsive type ADHD. Some symptoms include constant fidgeting and squirming, non-stop talking, interruptions, impulsive behaviors, intense restlessness, and an inability to focus during group activities. Next up, we have predominantly inattentive. ADHD isn't just running around and fidgeting in your seat. Predominantly inattentive ADHD, previously known as just ADD, is another form of ADHD that is more commonly diagnosed in adults or young girls. This form of ADHD is also commonly mistaken for general inattentiveness. Symptoms include losing focus, losing items easily, failing to follow or pay attention to detailed instructions, being easily distracted, having a short attention span, frequent daydreaming, and the inability to focus on conversations due to distractions. Also, one thing I've found is that people with predominantly inattentive ADHD often have a poor working memory, which is actually something that you can test. Lastly, we have the combined type. So although people with ADHD all have some sort of neurodevelopment issues, these issues range, and so do the symptoms. A person diagnosed with combined type ADHD may display any combination of any of the symptoms mentioned above. This is one of the things that makes ADHD so tricky to diagnose, especially in adults. Now at this point in the video, I do want to share with you that I just created an ADHD test that you can take on my website absolutely free that will help you see if you have any ADHD tendencies. If you want to learn more, you can click the link in the description below and take that test absolutely free. Now I kind of want to go into the history of ADHD and who has it. So just because ADHD has been traditionally a diagnosis for men and boys and that ADD was traditionally a diagnosis given to women and girls, it does not mean that these symptoms aren't present in all children. As research on ADHD has developed, clinicians have discovered that a lot of symptoms go unnoticed, and a lot of cases of ADHD goes undiagnosed. One thing they found is that ADHD is believed to be hereditary. For example, if a parent or child in your family has been diagnosed with ADHD, you should consider speaking to a psychologist about concerning symptoms or behaviors, as it may be beneficial for you to look into it. Now, what about treatment? How is ADHD treated? Children and adults diagnosed with ADHD may go through a variety of treatments based on their development, their age, and how severe the symptoms of ADHD are. Some patients may be able to get a handle on their symptoms simply by attending talk therapy or finding healthy coping mechanisms that keep them on a routine and living a productive, happy life. Education for parents and teachers and other people in the patient's life may also make it easier for symptoms to be identified, understood, and managed either at school or at home life. Now in other cases, some people may find that medication is required to bring about these same results. Now the right medication may vary based on the severity of the ADHD. Stimulants are the most common form of medication. They work to release certain neurotransmitters that work differently with people who do not have ADHD than those who do. 
In fact, these stimulants usually have the opposite effect. Now, antidepressants and other non-stimulants may also be used to treat symptoms of ADHD. A psychiatrist or licensed therapist can help you navigate the best forms of treatment if you have ADHD, anxiety, or any other related disorders. And if you feel like I've called you out at all during this video, I highly recommend reaching out to a professional. And that brings us to the last question. How does a person get diagnosed with ADHD? If a teacher or a parent believes that a child has ADHD, they are likely to reach out to a counselor at the school or the primary care doctor. But as you know, ADHD is often mistaken for restlessness, laziness, or a whole list of other words that simply puts down the child rather than identifying the neurodiversity. On the other hand, a child may be misdiagnosed with ADHD simply because they are younger and their brain has not developed at the same speed as their classmates. Brain development looks slightly different for everyone, so a brain may catch up or slow down at certain points in a person's life. A lot of times, ADHD may be misdiagnosed as anxiety, depression, or even bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder. Now, actually, the reverse can happen as well. If a treatment is not working or a patient switches psychiatrists, they may end up experiencing a switch in their diagnosis. This brings us to ADHD in adults. You may find that the signs and symptoms of ADHD are very familiar and appear to explain certain habits, behaviors, and decisions that you've made in your life. Maybe what you thought was anxiety really sounds more like ADHD. Now, it's okay to feel a little confused as misdiagnosis is so common and many symptoms are written off as personality traits rather than neurodiversity. The best way to understand how to manage symptoms and whether a diagnosis is appropriate is to reach out to a licensed therapist or psychiatrist, particularly one that specializes in ADHD. Your primary care doctor or health insurance may have suggestions for some experts for you to talk to in your area. Working directly with someone in this field can definitely help understand the cause of your symptoms and help you manage them in order to live a more productive and fulfilling life. Thank you guys so much for watching this video. Also, don't forget to check out that free ADHD test in the link below. I hope that you guys enjoyed watching this video. I really hope that you've learned something. And most of all, I hope to see you in the next one.